Section 165 of Fables of Aesop and Others. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Catherine Phipps. Fables of Aesop and Others by Aesop. The Horse and the Ass. The horse, adorned with his great war saddle and champing his foaming bridle came thundering along the highway and made the mountains echo with his neighing he had not gone far before he overtook an ass who was labouring under a heavy burden and moving slowly on in the same track in an imperious tone he threatened to trample him in the dirt if he did not get out of the way the poor ass not daring to dispute quietly got aside as fast as he could and let him go by not long after this the same horse in an engagement happened to be shot in the eye which made him unfit for show or any military business so he was stripped of his ornaments and sold to a carrier the ass meeting him in this forlorn condition thought that now it was his time to retort hey day friend says he is it you well i always believe that pride of yours would one day have a fall Application it is an affectation of appearing considerable that puts men upon being proud and insolent but this very affectation infallibly makes them appear little and despicable in the eyes of discerning people did the proud man but rightly consider what kind of ingredients pride is composed of and fed with and the unstable foundation and the tottering pinnacle upon which it stands he would blush at the thoughts of it and cease to be puffed up by the little supernumerary advantages whether of birth fortune or title which he may enjoy above his neighbours these might indeed be a blessing to him and to the community in which he lives if wisely used but if guided by pride and consequently by want of sense they will prove only a curse and the reverence and respect which he looks for will not be paid with sincerity nor does he deserve it and should the tide of misfortune set in against him instead of friendship and commiseration he will meet with nothing but contempt and that with much more justice than ever he himself expressed it towards others the vain proud man ought to be put in mind that the time is not far distant when his skull will not be distinguished from that of the beggar and that there is no state however exalted so permanent that it may not be reduced to a level with the lowest End of section 165